conversation and of course you just heard black butterfly which is real music um thank you so much for listening um i know some of you have actually said you've been following me and listening on spotify thank you thank you thank you so much for your support um the show today is i've kind of touched on this before but the show is about um i give you 12 points to think about now that you've said you will marry the person these are things you need to think about before you say i do I wish the hell somebody would have told me about some of these things before I said I do, but I'm going to let you guys know. Um, As women of color, we have a tendency to make excuses and lead with our hearts, and I think that's our right to do that, but I just think at certain points in life, you have questions and you think, if someone would have said something to me, I would have, you know, I really would have considered that. So this is really what the moment is about today for me. Um, You'll hear personal experiences a lot with Mo, Mo Bogar, with not typical church folk, because most church folk, they're not transparent. They don't actually say what they mean in a lot of ways. They say what's appropriate. I'm just going to say it how I feel it. Um, I'm not going to apologize for something that you're not comfortable with, what I'm talking about, or even the words that I use. So again, um, it's transparency and it's real. Um, The first point that I want to go to um, is, and um is a big thing for me when I'm thinking, so I'm sorry early, guys. The first point is to make sure that the person is not a severely broken person. And what I mean by that is, has the person experienced severe life traumas and has the person been hurt and are they still hurting from life traumas? And I mean my life traumas may be child abuse, um, poor previous relationships, um, physical abuse, sexual abuse. Um, are they bitter about previous relationships or maybe their, their childhood? Um, do they have passive aggressive um, characteristics or traits that you pick up on this is what I mean by broken people broken people who have experienced horrible traumas and are not honest with themselves or have not put in a plan um, to make sure that they're able to get through and have good and positive relationships those people are not ready for relationships Uh, my grandmother used to always say because y'all know I always bring it up 
broken people hurt people. Hurting people hurt people. Um, they have a loss of control. Does that bring them um, bitterness? Do they feel like they're, they've lost their identity? It could be sexually. Um, it could be as a man or as a woman. Um, whatever that case may be, this is the number one for me because it will affect the peace in your life every day. I wish someone would have brought that up. Um, if you've actually married, if you marry or in a relationship with someone who's a recovering alcoholic, that's also your issue. If you um, marry a person or have a permanent relationship with someone who's a, a, a recovering drug abuser, there are reasons why they chose drugs. Those are reasons, they have reasons why um, they chose and felt like they needed alcohol. Um, their lifestyle is something to consider because broken people um, are verbally abusive. Um, they hurt people. Um, they're bitter. They separate or isolate themselves. Um, they always reference previous relationships. Um, they still engage, whether you know it or not, in their previous relationships. They always say they hate or greatly don't like someone in a previous relationship. Could be a parent, it could be a spouse, um, it could be a previous spouse, a previous relationship. So my number one is be mindful that broken people hurt people. Um, people that are hurt, hurt people. Is this something you wanna deal with every day? Will it cause you to have um, thoughts about yourself that can also transfer into depression, sadness, um, infidelity in the relationship? Because the first point was again, broken people um, hurt people. And I don't think a lot of the times they realize that that's what they're doing, but they have to be responsible for that. You're the only half of the relationship. So trust your instinct, trust your mind. If you know they've disclosed some things to you about um, relationships or child abuse or um, the expectations of um, growing up a certain way and how they felt abandoned or something like that, be aware of those conversations do you always have to say something not necessarily but keep your mental notes for yourself to say you know what do I want to deal with this every day I know we're so excited about you know he proposed or she said I do now here's where you think now the, you need to let the smoke die down to be able to think about these points the second was a huge one for me yeah, this is a huge one. Sex. The sex that you have in your relationship now is not the sex you're going to have when you get married. Sorry. Not saying it's less or more, but it won't be the same. Some of the sex you're having now when you first meet a person, you get your butt naked on. To me, that's sex. If you're a person that needs to be made love to, that's the way that you both decide is comfortable for the both of you to show or express love. If you decide, I don't like sex this way, and you tell him or her and have that conversation, and they act differently, or they change the method in which they approach you, or they, begin, uh, they become offended 
because you even brought up the idea of that type of sex or not having that type of sex, you might want to consider if you want to spend your life with that person. Because let's think about it. The older you get, there's usually less sex. But when you have sex, you want good sex. You don't want no raggedy. Ooh, you don't want it. But if that's the case, what about something physical? What about if you can't? Uh, your spouse can't have sex. Um, do I love you enough spiritually and emotionally to where the physical is just icing on the cake? Or is the physical the cake? If the sex part is the cake for you and it's not just the icing, realistically, you're going to get older. Life is going to happen. You may not have it as much. But the I love you's when it comes to intimacy is beautiful if it's love making intimately versus sex. Right now, it's new. You having sex. You might be getting your earphone. But if you're getting your earphone, mm, that's fun. He gave me a ring. This is so good. Okay, now real life sets in. He doesn't want to have sex when you have sex. The kind of sex he comes up with is the F thing that you remember that you don't think your man that loves you should be doing. He doesn't want to have sex a certain position. Prime example, he might have been incarcerated. If he was incarcerated, the kind of sex that men have in prison is a, a particular uh, position. This may be a position that you're like, yes, you know, woo, it's going down. But in his mind, he's thinking, oh, my God, I don't want to have sex with her that way. Now, you're not getting the sex you enjoy in your way, and then he feels some type of way when you do perform in that way. So that's truly something emotionally to think about. Sex is um, not just physical sex is emotionally attaching you can say you know i can have sex with her and not think nothing of it men say that all the time but when they come back they say the sex is good after a while you keep coming back it's not just good sex you attached to me you like me as a person you like something about me maybe the way i kiss your forehead maybe i hug you afterwards it's not always the physical sex part so for me if you're dating someone older than you a lot older um, you really want to consider he might have to use a certain kind of pill. Will he be embarrassed if he does? Uh, will you be embarrassed if you have to say, baby, this we need to help. This is not working. Are you mature enough in your relationship as a couple to be able to say, you know, it's not lasting very long. Um, this is not a sex I'm enjoying. Um, most of us, I'm going to say a lot of us, I'm going to say most, as women, and I know I'm a black woman, um, if you offend me throughout the day, I don't want to have sex with you. But the uh, younger Mo, she ain't care. You could make me mad. I'll slap you. We had a fist fight. I'm going to get my naked on. I'm good. This woman, 50 and older, I don't enjoy sex or intimacy when you've hurt me emotionally or you've hurt me spiritually. It makes me not want to be a part of your life. So that's definitely something you might want to consider in your relationship as your point number two for me the first one was broken people hurt people and the second one we're talking about is sex <clears throat> porn are you okay with your man or woman watching porn do you watch porn together is there a particular type of porn you watch together um is it okay for her to go to a strip club is it okay for him to go to a strip club? Does he go with his sons or his boys to the strip club? Do you and him go to the strip club together? These are just things that you need to truly consider that you'll be, um, you'll encounter in your relationship 
if you don't address or ask. Now, granted, all these issues that arrive, the more you get to know each other, the more you'll discover, mm, I don't like that. But then you'll also look at, have to realize that will he or she respect your wishes if you say, babe, I don't like when you go to the strip club. Most of the time, people will go and not tell you until something comes up. They have a ticketed stub. They come smelling like some perfume. They have lipstick on their clothes. Every time they get drunk, they say a certain thing. But are you okay with them going to the strip club? Are you okay with uh, going to the strip club with them? Because it could come up, hey, you know, me and my woman go to, used to go to the strip club. You know, now you his girlfriend or his fiance, and you're like, I don't want to go to the strip club with you. And he says, I'm going anyway. That's to me, anything that makes me uncomfortable makes me not physically wanting to be intimate with the man. So if I know it's Friday night, you smell like cigarette smoke, I know you done had some Seagram 7, first thing comes to my mind, you at a strip club, I don't want to have sex with you. So this is every week. This will be every Friday because you still do the same thing. So this is something you want to talk about or even make up your mind about. Is this a deal breaker? Is this something I don't know? My thing is... A lot of men watch porn, but they don't say anything. And then you ask and you say, you over there watching, what you doing? Nothing. But then two things for me, you lie. You could have just said it straight up. You don't know if I was trying to see it. You don't know what was going on. You, you didn't clarify. So to me, get that understood before you even move forward with living together or getting married. Sex, have that sex conversation. Now, sex is good or sex is not good. Are you comfortable with telling the sex telling your partner that this is not what I like um will your partner get offended um if you say I don't like this kind of sex I think um I know I've experienced personally that cop-outs if I say I don't like something now you don't want to do it period because I've said I don't like something I think that has to do with controlling I think that has to do with you're getting it somewhere else so I don't have to do that so you good with it um, so, ladies um, and gentlemen, that's something you need to truly consider. Um, so, my first two bullets have been broken people, hurt people, and have the sex conversation. Break it all the way down. I don't like watching porn. Don't watch porn around me. And if I watch porn, I watch porn by myself. I don't need you in my face looking at me, and I don't need you lying. Another thing about it is masturbation. I know I'm going somewhere with this, y'all masturbation okay if that's part of your sex experience or that's private people some people say it's private ain't got nothing to do with you it has nothing to do with my sex partner or my husband my spouse my wife but at the same time what if you're not in the mood to have sex and your husband masturbates in the bed next to you how do you feel do you feel like he was just trying to get his rocks off or did he just want to express love to you or was this didn't have nothing to do with you that's confusing. That's tangled up. That's that's something you never think about as you say, when you say I do or when you say yeah I'll marry you. Um, you never think about what, what what is my thought about masturbation? What 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 is that? Um, it depends on the couple. It depends on the two people. But you damn sure need to have that conversation because it can really shrink your ego, either his way or her way. If you feel like yourself and you got me and I'm right here. Oh, I thought you were asleep, or, oh, I just, this is what I do. To me, it's selfish. It's very, very selfish. But that's my thought and my conversation. 
So ask those questions about um, masturbation. You may think masturbation is against your religion or, hey, this, I wasn't brought up that way. How will you know if you don't have that conversation? Is that a deal breaker? So I've gone on with these points about the sex one, right? We got one more point I'm going to make, and then we're going to hear us a little bit of music while I get some water because y'all know Mo can talk. Here's another one. Why now? If you've been single, why do you want to get married now? Is it love or is it companionship? Is it something that can sustain you when life happens as a couple? Love is I love you, but that means I love you if you get incarcerated. I love you if you're on crack. I love you if your credit score goes down and I'm trying to get it together. I love you, but I've had an affair. I love you, but I got a baby outside of our relationship. To me, that's love. That's what, that, that's what will sustain the relationship through what you agree are deal, are and are not deal breakers. As a couple, you need that conversation. Companionship. I need somebody to talk to. I need somebody to spend time with, to hang out with. We don't have to have sex. You can watch TV in the back room. I'll watch TV in the front room. I need somebody to call when good things happen to me. I need my buddy. I need my friend. Do I marry for companionship? Companionship means I don't have to have sex, but we're married. I said I do. Well, I don't really feel like having sex. Or I want a certain kind of sex, and you said no, so I'm not going to bother you about it. Do we split the bills? Is it a financial thing, companionship, where you pay half and I pay half? Now we both can have a lot of great things, but I'm seeing other people and you are too. So why now? I've been single 10 years. I've been single 5 years. I've been single 20 years. Why now? Why do you look in the mirror and ask yourself, truly, why do I want to get married now? Do I love this person I love, can I exist without this person? Do I want to exist without this person? Am I looking for my dad that I never had? Am I looking to take care of somebody because I don't have kids as a grown man? I want a baby and coddle and take care, but that means I don't have to be there, but I can pay for everything. I could buy you what you want. That's companionship, or is that love for you? So have that conversation. So the top three points, broken people hurt people sex have the deep conversation about real sex and why are you getting married let's hear this song and we'll come right back
bright like a diamond. Shine bright like a diamond. Welcome back. This is Mo Bogar with Not Typical Church Folk, where there's always room for more. Real people, real conversation, and of course, real music. The show today um, is really about some points. I got 12 points. Y'all suck a Texas, didn't I? I said, I got, I'm for real now, serious. 
<laughs> I have 12 points that I'm reaching out um, to those who said I do, um, be it male or female, or whatever, whoever you are in your relationship. And I've actually hit a few of my personal keynotes that I think you need to know about. Number one was broken people hurt people. Um, it's, you don't give them permission. I look at their previous relationships, look at their bitterness, look at their abuse. Are they abusive? Are they verbally abusive? Um, do they need to make excuses? Do they are they narcissistic, basically? Um, or if they're borderline, you need to be borderline. I don't know. Um, be mindful of that. It may be something you can deal with. Depends on who you are. Sex. Have conversation about the F thing, the sex, and the, the lovemaking. Um, is stripping off, being a, seeing a stripper or going to strip clubs that off uh, the platform for you. Um, masturbation, is that something that's okay or not okay? Um, do you engage in multiple sex partners, certain positions? Is this something that's okay with you but, or not? But have that conversation. Um, the third one, why not? Why now? Um, is it because of love? Is it because of companionship? Is it because I love you? Is why I want to get married to you? Or the companionship? Or is it for financial stability? You take half the bills, I take the other half. Um, is it because you want to try something different? Or is it because you like drama? Find out why you want to marry this particular person. Let's move into point number four. Um, do you think that person was looking for you or were you the, was that person a person that you were looking for? Let me clarify that. Where, are you the person they're looking for? Is that person the person that you were looking for? Um, is it somebody that you made up in your dreams? Is it someone that you were hoping for? Are you in love with the idea of getting married and being in a permanent relationship, semi-permanent relationship? Um, do they look like somebody that you used to be with? Prime example, Mar Martin Lawrence. They said Martin Lawrence wasn't crazy about Tisha Campbell. I think it's a lie because his ex-wife looked just like Tisha, but she was brown. Okay, y'all get my point. Don't fall in love with the person that's in your mind that you think your partner's going to be. Find out about the person. Is that the person that you want to marry? Um, are you the person for them? Um, you want to be honest with that person. You want to set a realistic expectation. No, I'm not perfect, but I'm willing to try. Why are you willing to try? Um, or is it because you love that person or that you're tired of being lonely? So are you the right person for your soulmate and vice versa? Make sure this is something that's sustainable moving forward, not because you want to get married because he fine or she's sexy or the dollar signs or whatever it may be. But just realize when the dollar's gone and the health is gone and you get older, it's the spiritual relationship that's going to sustain you. So make sure you're falling or in love with that particular person for that reason and they're in love with you for that reason. Um, point number five, religion. Ooh-wee, I wish somebody would have told me about this one. Just because you wear a bow tie don't make you Muslim. Just to let you know. Just because you wear a hair scarf does not make you African. Talk religion. Find out where your religion religious points are. Um, if you decide he decides to be a pastor, um, are you going to be the first lady? Is that a conversation you need to have? It is. Um, are you of the same belief? He said, oh, no, we're not. We're going to work it out. Okay, so you have children. Now what are your children? Are they Muslim? Are they Christians? Are they Catholic? Because if you don't decide that up front or decide that together, 
it could be a deal breaker. Prime example, a lot of men, I'm going to say a lot of men that I know of that are black men, um, a lot of them don't go to church. They don't go to halls. They don't go to temples. They don't do anything. You know, I, really, I worship at the house. That's great, but you have a spouse that may be really active in ministry. Um, you don't have to always go, but are you willing to support that person? They may be, you know, they might be Pentecostal, and this is something that they grew up with, and they enjoy it. You have to realize that even though it's not comfortable for you in a lot of ways, you have to support su support your spouse uh, from their religious uh, view because that's truly their spiritual belief. Now, you may both decide we don't attend any type of church. We worship on our own, which is cool. I mean, I get it. It's spiritual to me because I'm one of those people as well. I grew up Baptist, um, Southern Baptist on top of it. And as I learn and read for myself, the more my view changes for myself. I'm not judgmental, but I have a spouse that is not of Muslim belief, but he practices and reads a lot of Muslim um, scriptures and, and Qurans and things like that to find out for him, for his own self. So am I being patient trying to help him figure out or fi figuring out um, where he wants to go religiously? Probably not because my, I know where I want to go. I know what my spiritual belief is. Um, I think it was something that should have really been uh, discussed prior to our relationship because I attend ministry and he'll come, but I feel very bad when he comes to um, my ministry because a lot of things that they do in practice, he does not do. Um, like when they do communion, I didn't even know what communion was. I know some juices, some crackers. I don't know why I'm eating this. Just pass the thing. Okay, this is what we do. Sadly, that's the truth. <laughs> I have no idea what it means. But once I figured out what it meant, I said, uh-uh, I don't want no crackers and no juice. Uh-uh, I know what it means now, no. So, for him, he's never, oh, no, I won't. He'll, he's, he's sweet about it. He just passes the tray around. I'm not going to be able to do that. It offends the people that I go to ministry with. And I think about it to myself, why was he not wanting it? So I researched it and said, oh, my gosh. Let me research a little more. And I found out the symbolism behind it that I don't agree with. So there is room for growth in everything in a relationship. Don't get me wrong. But realistically, I do like group congregation. I like leadership when it comes to um, educating and um, growing together as a couple we have to make that decision I think it would have been better to make the decision or to at least have at least have the conversation about where our views were before we got married but we didn't um, the Bible talks about to become one what does that mean um, spiritually does that mean you follow rules for your spouse does that mean that you have to agree with what your spouse believes spiritually um, or do you have your own view and he goes and does his thing and you do yours um if you guys agree on that i'm cool with it that's great to know but realistically have that conversation um spiritually i think at the first beginning of our relationship we used to pray together before we left the house uh, we had every once a week we read the Bible together. Um, we worshiped together. We were spiritual together. Um, I'm big on meditation and he's not. Um, I believe in um, burning of sage and prayer. Um, things like that is what I believe in. I'm very spiritual. I wear crystals um, to a degree and things like that. I really believe that uh, spiritual growth and spiritual cleanliness is important to me. Um, my spouse is like, 
ain't nobody burning. What you burning? What's that smell? That's a conversation we probably should have had before we got married, but we didn't. Um, religious, what religion would be if something happened, God forbid, to your spouse, uh, do you want to revise them? Um, do you believe in immunization of your children? You may say, I, I don't want my children immunized. A lot of people don't uh, for, for a lot of reasons, but a lot of it has to do with religion and belief. Um, that's a conversation you need to have. Um, do you have medical issues where if something happened, you don't want me to bring you back alive? You don't want me to keep you alive on machines? Um, that has to do re with religious religious beliefs. Um, and, and the bottom line for me is speak to God about the relationship, period. I don't know your spiritual belief, whatever you're the most high or whatever you're worshiping, uh, practices are you guys need to really have that conversation um on my next point before i move forward let me hit it again broken people hurt people sex conversation is required why are you getting married love or companionship um are you the person that they're looking for and is that person who you're looking for religion have that conversation because it can affect life or death situations. How do you handle mental issues uh, when it comes to religion? Some people don't want to take mental health medication. Some people say, I refuse to. Black people don't have schizophrenia. Are you crazy? Um, religious beliefs. I don't take pills. We will not take mental um, heals, pills to help us um, basically like you would for diabetes and high blood pressure to help us grow, help us sustain ourselves, help us to be um, solid and not live such a horrible life if you need medication. To me, a lot of it has to do with religion with a lot of people. I've had conversations with a lot of black people who said, nah, -uh, I'm, I'm saved. I don't need, I got God. I don't need no, I don't, I don't need no medication. I'm not doing that. That may be your relief. Um, to me, it can fall under religion. So have that conversation. Um, the next point, number six, professional goals. Am I going to own my own business while you work full-time? Am I going to school while you work full-time? Um, am I not working at all and you're going to have to pay all the bills? Um, consider my job. Am I an entrepreneur? Um, are you a corporate professional? Professional goals. Um, is this something that we want to do together? Or are you going to support me in my business? Am I supporting you in your education? Professional goals are very, very important. Uh, we have to make sure that we are living our best life. And the way to do that is have those professional goal conversations. You will be gone a lot as a business professional. Is that okay with me? Um, you'll be in, in school. You'll be studying. When you're not at work, you're studying. Um, will I be able to understand the fact that you have to study not necessarily spend time with me because you're, you're, you're working on your professional goal. Am I okay with that? Um, we're new in marriage. We've only been married six months. We've only been married a year. Um, you still have four years of college left. This is four years of me doing this. Uh, will you make time for me? Do we schedule in time for me? Is that good enough for me? And I have pers personal goals. I don't want to work full time. I have an HR background of 31 years and I don't work full time. Um, not working full-time, I have two part-time positions. Um, two part-time positions for me is good enough, but if my spouse didn't understand, hey, you know, she doesn't work full-time, that could cause a lot of negativity within the household when it comes to you reaching your goals. Um, another one for me, which is a big one, are you being pacified um, in your current relationship? And what I mean by that is, 
Are you receiving gold gifts and jewelries and I love yous um, just so you can actually tolerate my behavior? Am I giving you what you asked for so I can go shopping and, and buy a $2,000 pair of shoes? Um, am I saying, okay, I love you and smiling and doing what's required so that you can uh, tolerate me? Is pacifying a way of saying I'm sorry before you find out what the issue is? Is this what's happening? Um, to pacify is to put me off or to do something just to satisfy my own guilt or my own um, misdirection, mis misguided uh, choices. Is this something that's happening? So you might want to make sure that your partner's not doing that. Support. Support is so important. Um, I'm working on a book that speaks about support and not having support and how to sustain that. So you guys keep your eyes open for that. Um, if you're just now listening, or you listening to Spotify, or Eargasm, shout out to Eargasm Radio. Um, support is number eight. Are you getting support on what you need, whether you're going through mental struggles or you're going through medical struggles or you're cheerleading in your life because you're going to the next level or as I say, leveling up. Um, do you have a support system? Uh, if you do have a support system in your spouse, you're blessed. Um, if you don't, is that really somebody that you wanna marry and spend your life with? Um, and w as you go up and as life gets better for you, do they have the capacity to support you throughout your good and your bad? Um, communication. That's one of the that's one of the key things. If you find yourself shutting down or not wanting to communicate, that's probably not the person for you. That's just my opinion. That's just Mo's opinion. Uh, communication is very important. Can they tell you something that will hurt your feelings, but you will still listen and then engage in conversation? Do you have to threaten to leave in order for them to listen? Do you have to threaten to not be in a relationship in order for them to listen? Are they always on their phone? Are they always in social media? Are they always quick to disregard what you're saying for someone else's conversation? Communication is very important. If that's how they are, that's probably how they're going to be in their relationship. So open your eyes and pay attention. It's okay to say, you know what, this is not something I want to deal with. And sometimes take a little extra time to maybe rethink a little bit. So that's number eight. We had professional goals, pacify. Don't pacify me. It's one of my biggest pet peeves um, to, to say I'm sorry without you knowing what they've done and to tolerate for behavior. Support. Um, are they able to support you and wanting to support you? And of course, communication. So on that note, listen to a little bit more music while I get some water. Y'all know I've been talking a lot. I can't cover up my feelings in the name of love Or play it safe for a while that was easy And if living for myself is what I'm guilty of Go on and sentence me, I'll still be free It's my turn See what I can see I hope you'll understand This time's just for me Because it's my turn With no apologies I've given up the truth To those I've tried to please But now it's my turn If I don't have 
Mo, and of course, I'm back. Topic of the evening. Some points I need to give you before you say I officially I do. Um, high point. Um, broken people hurt people. Talk about your sex life. Really talk about it. Why now? Why are you getting married? Is it love or companionship? Looking for you. Was he truly, are you the one he's looking for? Is he the one you're, you were looking for? Religion. Talk about religion, how it affects mental issues and your medical issues. If you have to be on life support, well, what is their, what is their religious belief? Professional goals. Um, pacify. Um, is he or she pacifying you to say, I'm sorry, or in order for you to tolerate their poor behavior. Support, do you have the required support that you need to live a good life? Um, communication, you have to communicate with one another. You have to learn how. Are you willing to go five or 10 years to figure it out? Hell no, I'm not. Um, oh, sorry, that was Mo. The next one I have is financial goals. Credit score is for show. If it's raggedy, fix it. Let's fix it together. Let me get you to fix it before we get married because you might decide you don't want to fix it. Fix your credit score, ladies, gentlemen. And to men, not all black women do not have savings. Some of us have quite a bit saving, just to let you know. Uh, credit score and credit goals are very important. The next one, too many people. Where do you fit? If he is a superhero for the world, that's great. But you can't be superhero and super husband at the same time. Can't do it. I know you want to, can't do it. So in, in order to do what you need to for your spouse, be flexible. He likes to hoop, plays football, got his boys. But he can't be savior, captain, save a hoe, and daddy to everybody. So make sure you get that understood up front. Can you get out? Yes, you can get out. We all make mistakes. We all are we in relationships that we weren't maybe supposed to stay in for the rest of our lives? Uh, maybe we're in relationships that we were supposed to die together at a thousand years old. You don't know that. Just know that don't feel like you can't get out of something that you might have made a mistake. Always go to God with those questions. Always go to God with those concerns. Um, don't make excuses. In this relationship now, before you get married, don't make excuses for the person. Look at it for what it is. Ask God to show you and be prepared to see what God's going to show you. It may not be good or it may be great showing you that. And I'm praying that it's all great so he can show you the right person for you. Don't, um, don't look in, at life as if you're going to be alone because you don't marry that person. Or that's not the only person that's available for you. God may not have appointed you to be with that person, you may have chose that person. And you definitely want who God appoints you. Now, are they going to be squeaky clean? Probably not. But you can communicate through God, and they're going to be willing to make the adjustments, and you make sure that you're willing to make the adjustments too. Don't tolerate life. Live life. And if they're not an asset to your life, then don't marry them. Maybe you can get to a point where, Spend a little bit more time with each other. Get to know each other to make sure. And just because you're not married or in a relationship don't mean you can't have, you can't be friends or associates or you can't grow life um, from a distance as a supporter. So, again, I'm going to hit the 12 points one more time, y'all. And it's been a pleasure having this conversation. Uh, I do wish someone would have had these conversa this conversation with me. Um, it would definitely have been something to consider. Uh, broken people hurt people. If the persons, uh, they lose control easily, they're bitter or they're abusive, they have passive aggression, 
uh, look at their previous relationships, sex, um, the sexual preference, uh, what type of sex are, sexual person are they? Do they go to strip clubs? Is that okay with you? Uh, do you go to strip clubs? Do you enjoy porn? What about masturbation? Why not? Um, why are you marrying that person because you love them, or is it companionship? Because companionship doesn't always mean sex, even though you're married to them. Um, looking for the person. Are you looking for the person you dreamed of, or are you seeing that person for who they are? Uh, religion. Religion is very important. Um, some people say it doesn't matter, and it actually does. It affects your mental, your medical, and it's about goals in uh, your religious life or your spiritual life. It's very important. Uh, professional goals, education, career levels, uh, entrepreneurship. Pacify. Uh, do they give you things for you to make sure you don't understand what's happening? Um, poor behaviors. Support. You'll always need support. Um, communication is very important. Um, too many people. He can't save them all, and neither can she. Financial goals. What kind of credit you got? What are we going to try to do? Are we going to rent forever? If that's our goal, cool. But if it's not, how do we get there? Don't make excuses for your partner. Don't make excuses. And don't um, tolerate the things that people do in life to you in your everyday life. If God or something in your pity of your stomach says don't do it right now, don't do it. Um, don't tolerate life, live life. So again, you just heard Mo Bogart with not typical church folk and where there's always room for more. Real people, real conversation, and of course, real music. Again, shout out to Eargasm Radio for allowing me to be here every Wednesday from 7 to 8 Central Standard Time. Shout out to Tyson and Mr. D Nasty. Y'all check them out, man. They, they got some kind of cool podcasts and they got one with the caramel, yeah, if you look at it, you know what I'm talking about. Y'all, get some education like me. Get your ink pen or the dry pencil or whatever you need to try to learn this, right? Life is serious, but it's okay to laugh. We're all enduring a lot with COVID, uh, with Lives Matter, uh, with all kinds of things going on. Um, I have a gift basket company, um, Bosses Baskets by Mo. I make gift baskets for bosses from bosses and it is gift baskets that contain sometimes alcohol sometimes not depending on what you're looking for uh, we also have a show coming once a month for the remainder of the year and next year we'll be hosting uh, shows this month is silent voices hosted by mo bogart yours truly and it is poetry and live music uh, from three to five uh, go to Eventbrite and get a ticket. Uh, we're doing the masks and we have the social distancing and you know you want to get out of the house because I do too. Check us out. Also on social media, we're on Instagram and Facebook under Renaissance 1965. We're also under Mobile Guard on Instagram. And so if you can follow us, check us out on Eargasm Radio, follow Eargasm Radio. Um, you could do that and show your love for black business, black business owners. Um, Mr. Renaissance1965 is with the DFW area. He's a percussionist. You guys, y'all sleeping on him. Um, I'll also have an event. I'll also be at an event on October the 18th. Look at me trying to do something on our own. What? Mo Bogart Consulting, not typical church folk. Um, I'm doing what I do. So, ladies and gentlemen, when life says you can't, you can Level up, note to self. God's got you, and you can do this. Enjoy the closing of the music, and I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. You're broken down and tired of living life on the merry-go-round. 
Silence is quiet, and it feels like it's getting hard to breathe. And I know you feel like dying, but I promise we would take the world to its feet. Move our days, bring it to its feet.
you think you'd walk away I get lost in all the noise Even if I lose my voice Flirt with all the other boys What would you say? Could you in my mind that say I'm not enough 